Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the Horseshoe, Ohio State 38, Wisconsin 7. This is Rapid Reaction brought to you by Byers Auto. That's Tim May. That's Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. And um, my goodness, I don't know where to begin. I did predict a 31-point win, so I can't act like I'm completely surprised by what happened out here today. But when you added in a Wisconsin defense, Tim, that was really good, some terrible uh, conditions with the weather, uh, the fact that Ohio State just stormed through this game, that to me was the most complete performance from the most complete team in the country, and I don't know any other way to say it. We saw some remarkable things today. By the way, I picked Ohio State 41-17, so I was way off on the 17 part because if they don't get that uh, if they don't get that blocked punt set up at the 30-yard line, I'm not sure Wisconsin scores today, but I digress. They might not cross midfield. Exactly. Remarkable the way the offensive line and Ryan Day and the offensive staff were dedicated to running the ball again and it finally breaking open for J.K. Dobbins, who, by the way, today asserted himself as the best running back in the Big Ten. In the and, then Chase, and then Chase Young put on one of the great performances by a defensive player I've ever witnessed at Ohio State and really changed the game with those two strip sacks. So where do you start? Where do you end? You know, but Chase Young is a good start, is a good starting place, and so is J.K. Dobbins. Chase Young is the best defensive player in America. Jeffrey Okuda is the best cornerback in America. J.K. Dobbins is the best running back in America. This is probably the best offensive and defensive line combo in America. This Justin is a, Fields is the best dual threat quarterback in America. This is an incredibly good football team. And it's funny because you watch that first quarter, right? And it's 0-0 at the end of the first quarter. The Buckeyes didn't even throw a pass until the final drive of the first quarter. They just didn't seem like they were... I don't want to say that they came out slow. They came out intentionally tepid, very, very like conservative, conservative to say to themselves, we cannot turn the ball over inside of our own 25 or 30 yard line. Wisconsin did a great job of field position in the first quarter. And then when it came down to it again in the second quarter, Ohio State's done what it's done all year long, dominated the second quarter. And uh, I'm telling you, it, it's crazy to watch. Because hey, by the way, uh, Jerry Emig, the sports information director for Ohio State, just walked behind our cameraman, Spencer Holbrook, and was grinning, and I was telling him a while ago, I mean, you've got a conundrum now, man. You've got Chase Young, who just put on a show for a national audience. J.K. Dobbins just put on a show for a national audience behind a great offensive line play. And then Justin Fields, without him, <laughs> Justin Fields is the guy who helped crack open the nut today. I mean, without a doubt, with his runs, he took some hits. I mean, this is a an interesting, who do you, who do you promote the most? Well, it's a dream scenario for them, because look, Chase Young, I've been saying this to you guys for weeks, he is the best player in college football. You said Correct. defender. Correct. He's the best player in college football. He deserves Heisman traction. He deserves to be in New York. I don't know if he's going to get there because he's he plays defense and there's this, you know, stigma against voting for those guys. And you mentioned too, J.K. Dobbins and Justin Fields that are going to have Heisman caliber numbers. And I mean, that's that's an SID's dream. That's Ryan Day's dream that he can pitch all of these guys to go there. There's a legitimate possibility that two of them will be in New York City yeah. because at what Chase Young did today with five tackles for loss, four sacks, two forced fumbles, a handful of hits where he uh, you know, just missed an adding to those sacks, the way that he terrified Wisconsin when they're trying to you know, Ohio State toyed with a different look for him, and he st stood up at middle linebacker, was willing to do other things to help the team. Then they try and throw a screen right at him. Yep. You let Chase Young run straight, your quarterback? Are you insane? Jeff Halfley, the co-defensive coordinator, defensive co-coordinator, you know, came in the interview room and had some interesting things to say because obviously Ohio State went out there in a 4-4-3 look to begin the game. Yeah. Well, they haven't done that all year. And then all of a sudden, like you said, Wisconsin got into, what, a third and sort of long. The next thing you know, Chase Young standing in the middle of the field 
like a middle linebacker about, I mean, and you're, and you know, obviously Wisconsin called timeout at that point. And uh, it was just the, the, the planning for this game was off the chart, I think, defensively and then offensively. Like I've talked about before, the, the, the word I keep using is audacity. They had the audacity to call basically the same play they ran against Northwestern to Chris Olave that, that kind of cracked that game open on, to get that touchdown just before halftime where he turns it up, looks like he's running a slant and turns it straight up the field, runs right by the zone coverage, touchdown, and suddenly it's a 10-0 game and Ohio State is in control. Uh, that's audacity. Yeah, to, to me, the weird thing is that the way the second half starts, the stadium was like half – empty at the start of the third quarter. Most people were still in the, the hallways. They hadn't made their way back to the seat. All of a sudden, it felt really dead in, in the stadium. And then the blocked punt, and then the score. And it's like, oh, gosh, what is this going to happen? The script had flipped. And then all of a sudden, it's like Justin Fields did what he's done all year long, which was not freak out at all, and then march right down the field and score a touchdown, third and eight, complete a first down, third and six, run for a first down. They're just they're the so – and, and again, that's what it is. You've said it over and over. They have an answer for everything so far this season, and uh, their ability to get multiple on offense, defense. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be hyperbolic, but I'm completely blown away by this team. It's, it's hard not to be here on Rapid Reaction, brought to you by Buyers Auto, because I've never. This is, this is season eight for me. Tim doesn't have to say what number it is for you. It's a bunch. Berm has been following this team for his whole life, so. You know, my sample size is a little bit smaller, but I saw the 14 team. I saw the 15 team. Uh, this is the most talented, most complete Ohio State team that I've had the privilege of covering. And I'm looking at this, the rest of this schedule. Uh, I know that you got an off date. Those next two weeks, Maryland and Rutgers, you should just put everyone in bubble wrap probably to get through those. Yeah. And I know what's waiting at the end with Penn State and Michigan, but I don't, I don't see how any team in this league can stay within double digits, you know, play a single-digit game against Ohio State the way they're playing right now. Wisconsin may, may have represented the best chance in the driving rain and with that top-ranked defense, and they had no shot in the second half. I told you a couple of weeks ago, the thing, when they beat Michigan State, the way they beat Michigan State, where they took a leap for me from an evaluation standpoint was how the toughness they showed. The This is going to be a trench warfare kind of fight, and they just kept going at it. I mean, that along with all the other stuff we're talking about, just the toughness of the offensive and defensive lines. Today, Devon Hamilton and Jayshon Cornell, once again, had a hell of a day. Tommy Togia was in there making some things Blake happen. Harrison, Haskell Justin Hilliard. But I'm talking about that middle of that crazy. defensive line. Exactly. Of course, like you said, sometimes those guys were in the middle of it. <laughs> right. But And then watching Damon Arnett and, and Jeffrey Okuda combine on a tackle, I think in, in, in the C-gap on one play in the first half, on I think it was on Jonathan Taylor, I mean, the, the things they're doing, that's why when people keep asking me how good is this team compared to once, I think it's the most complete team I've covered at Ohio State from an offensive, defensive standpoint, from the stars that are involved, and then on yeah. top of that, from a scheme standpoint, right on down the line, they're getting it done. I, I was thinking during the fourth quarter as the game was getting out of hand, and what is it going to take to beat this team? And Because they are, I think, the team most suited in the entire country to play a team like Michigan State and Wisconsin, but then still be able to go and compete against a team like Alabama or Penn State who's going to try to get you with the, the speed and that kind of – I just don't know that there's anybody else in the country that is as capable of adjusting on the fly like they are because yeah. of the way the personnel is set up. And uh, the offense can play that speed game if they want to. They can slow it down and grind it out. I mean, we're talking about the Heisman Trophy, and I, I got a picture of, of Master Teague today that – 
he is doing the Heisman pose on someone. And I thought to myself, hell, next year it's going to be Justin Fields and Master Teague that they're going to be competing for the Heisman Trophy. That's why I think this year you let it go to J.K. or Chase and you have pushed those two and, and let Justin and Master go at it next year. But Well, unfortunately, it doesn't matter who you push because the voters are going to do what they want to do. Sure. And Justin Fields' numbers, you may not be able to ignore them. He's at 33 touchdowns now through the first eight games of his career. This was the number one ranked defense in the country. They put some shots on him. I'll let you finish your thought, Burn, but yeah. you know you might you might not be able to stop it because this kid is so far ahead of where everyone thought he would be. When you're talking numbers, Chase Young, obviously four sacks today, ties the school record. He's now got a one half a sack away from breaking the all-time school record for sacks in the season, as you predicted he would uh, before the year started. And old prediction, old predictions well, for the season. He's one half a sack away from tying Vernon Golston in 2007 with 14. But he, what, what you're seeing out of out of Chase, and he said it after the game, he's like, "We are going to be as good as we are focused." And I, I know that the the national media in the next two weeks is going to talk about this football team and how good they are. With Maryland coming into this stadium on November 9th, Maryland, who they should have lost to a year ago in College Park, and the, to me, the the step that, that will really show where they are is how they play that game. I agree because okay. we thought they had fixed their defense. Remember last year? Right. And then they go to Maryland overtime. I mean, 52-51. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You can ma- you maintain focus for that one. If yeah. you come in here and you do what you're supposed to do that day. To me, that answers all the questions. And I know that every week we're like, what's the next test? What's the next? To me, that's the next test. Well, the test here now, as you say, Berm, as we wind it down here on Rapid Reaction, brought to you by Byers Auto, they're going to go into this off date. You touched on the national media. The, the first college football playoff rankings are about to come out. Ohio State could very well be number one when that committee gets together and, and evaluates everything with no preseason polls uh, mm-hmm. in their mind. LSU could be there. We'll see what happens. Uh, Alabama's always going to get that thought. I don't think Clemson will. We saw what happened to Oklahoma. You can rule that out. Uh, Ohio State is going to be a very serious consideration to be number one. You talked about. I can't see them being below two. Yeah, that's either way. the minimum. Then you've got Heisman, so you're going to have people coming in to talk more to Chase Young. We already did that. Most people have already written their features. Uh, ours, if you haven't seen it, lettermanrow.com, uh, breaking down film with Larry Johnson. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, there's going to be more on him. There was another feature on the Big Ten journey this week on him. Justin Fields, people still don't know all that much about him on the national landscape, even as long as he's been around. So how about my bold prediction this week where I predicted that the Ohio State offensive line and J.K. Dobbins would assert themselves as the number one rushing attack in the Big Ten. Well, you wanted to get that in here, didn't you? Oh, I did, but I mean, but I'm I'm telling you, this was huge. That's a good defense they went against today. I think it was actually better than I thought it was going to be from, I mean, they lined up and played physical. That was a sound defense. Ohio State had to, I keep using that term, had to root them out of there, but they finally did and kind of wore on them, wore, wore them down. And, uh, uh, that was huge. I mean, because when you couple that with Justin Fields, you know, who got sacked, what, four times today, got beat up a little bit, but still scored. But when with what he can do in the in the backfield by himself and then Chris Olave. Or Chris Olave. I didn't think we were going to say his name today. Exactly. I mean, uh, I mentioned him earlier on that touchdown, but but. I mean, the, the completeness of what where this of what this offense can be is obvious to everybody. But then, no bigger. I keep saying this, and I'm gonna keep saying it. No bigger turnaround by any group in the country, from a group standpoint, than the Ohio State defense from where it was a year ago. Yeah, I don't know what it's gonna take or what they have to pay Jeff Halfley and Al Washington and those guys to make sure. Greg they're Madison, here. don't make forget sure, Greg Madison. Make sure they're here long term. You gotta lock them up because uh, there's something really special happening on that side of the ball here in, in Columbus and. Ultimately, you're looking at a team that knows what they can do. They, they, it's all before them, and now they get a week to, to take a breather, get guys back. Again, we talked about it right before we went on the air here. 
Jonathan Cooper not playing, Tyler Friday not playing, Austin Mack not playing. They still haven't been healthy. This team is still not 100%. Thayer Munford absolutely not at 100%. Right, Thayer Munford could not move. Uh, and they're still going out and dominating a very good Wisconsin team. Don't let that Illinois loss color your perception of Wisconsin. That's a good football team. Yeah. I mean, hey, big time. They can still win the West. They've got a long road ahead of them, Wisconsin. I want to ask you, what's your favorite play today? Let me give you mine first. Go. When we're sitting there, Chase Young, everybody knows what's coming on, and he bull rushes 71 right in, right right into Jack Cone and gets the sack. That was that was a, a, a dominance moment that just sticks out to me. I can't even pick which one of the JK runs were the most impressive because I knew what they meant to him. I guess maybe the touchdown that put it away uh, that, coming off the long run. The one where the stiff arm in the hole, you talked yeah. about the picture of Teague that you right. took. He put a guy into the earth, and then I think he dropped him a couple, two or three feet below. Uh, I don't know what that run ended up being. Into but the rubber grommets yeah. there he, in the artificial turf. He destroyed him. Then he got near the sideline, and he decided he was going to run over another guy. And this, as we've said over and over, was the number one rush defense in the country. J.K. Dobbins yeah, it's, picked them apart. To me, the, the the moment of dominance was the uh, J.K. Dobbins touchdown that made it twenty four to seven. It was a second and goal from the seven and or eight or however long it was, and he just he got bottled up, made one cut, gone. And, and to me, that was the moment the Ohio State offensive line said, "This is our game now, and and it's over." It's over, and it is over here. Uh, rapid reaction brought to you by Byers Auto is complete. That's a wrap. It's 38-7 Ohio State, still undefeated, heading into November to compete for some championships. We're going to have full coverage uh, of this game and everything happening in the week ahead at LettermanRow.com. Tim May's got stories coming for you. Berm's got the recruiting stuff and some uh, ton of pictures from out there in the rain as he dries out. Maybe I'll try and file a couple columns or something, too, as we head in to that off date. Ohio State 8-0. This has been Rapid Reaction brought to you by Byers Auto. See you next time.